And so basically, Mr. Martin Luther, not King. Yeah, yeah, the other no relation. He put the note on the door. (laughs) Martin Luther with no King. He he went to the door of the church and he said, "Don't don't don't." He put his ninety something theses. He put his ninety something (laughs) theses up there, being like, "The church is shit. Her outfit was shit." Mm-hmm. her selling her book to the judges was shit. She shit about the Catholic Church. <laughs> Manic. Pixie. Jump scare. Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi. We're, we're Quinn, Quinn and, and we're, we're Becca. Becca and welcome to Manic Pixie Jumpscare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, passions, and, and love, love for each other. Becca. Moving. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> An anthem Very for the powerful. nation even. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, yeah. here we are again. Um, mm-hmm. and so I have an exciting update for our true fans. If you'll remember, <laughs> if you'll remember, there was mm-hmm. one episode where we talked about me losing articles of clothing and not knowing how that happened. Yeah. Um, and so I returned to my childhood home today, which I am in the process of moving all my shit back into, Excuse the vulgarity, but moving, you know, brings out something. Um, but yeah. And one of the things I mentioned when I was like, oh, I just lose things was my shirt I bought when I saw Cher perform live. Mm-hmm. And what do I find today upon entering into my room? But the <gasps> shirt. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she's back. <sighs> and and then I almost lost her again because I went through the things when I was like moving back in and um, I was putting together a bag of things to donate. And I was like, where's, I put aside the shirt because I was like, okay, I'm going to wear this to record tonight because Mm -hmm. I need to update the viewers, the listening audience. And then I was like, it's, you know, Becca and I have our recording date. I'm looking around. I'm like, fuck, where's the shirt? Um, And then I had to, I like overturned the donation bag and I, being a dumb idiot like I am, put it in the donation bag by accident. So thank God you caught it. Literally, that could have been oh horrific. Actually, um, wow. I always yeah. wonder if I've done that before and haven't noticed. I don't maybe know. maybe that's where some of my other shit went. I don't know. Donated it. Crazy. <sighs> but yeah, so glad to still have this shirt. But Becca, yeah, what's going on with you? <laughs> well, thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that last time I talked about how I became an AMC Stubbs member. Yes. Sorry, an, an A-lister at AMC. And get it right, get it right. <laughs> get it right. Um, the verbiage, it's important. Uh-huh. But so I went and saw a movie alone for the first time. I don't think I've ever done that. Really? Yeah. It's just I had never, never... I don't know. I had the opportunity, I guess. Mm. And so obviously now I'm probably going to see a bunch of movies alone. Mm. So I went to theater in the middle of the day on my day off and saw Thor Love and Thunder because I was like, sure, why not? Just me and a really old man in the theater. (laughs) And 
I ate my Takis. He ate his popcorn. <laughs> All was well. <laughs> Not a problem. Taki so, Fuego? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, wow. Every once in a while when you do something alone for the first time, it's like, I get it. I get the human experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing things alone is like, because that's the whole conceit of uh, the artist date, basically. And so mm. I've been like habitually like taking myself out alone um, mm-hmm. for like the past, at least once a week for like the past 10, 11 weeks now. And it's, it, it, it is a very different experience and it is a journey to kind of learn how to enjoy your own company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And there are certain things about like, like, like going to like, going to actually go and like eat at like a sit down restaurant alone feels so weird to me. Yeah. <laughs> like being like table for one. Have you done it? No, I haven't. I feel like I'm going to just... do it soon when I'm on, you know, my world tour. Well, yeah. When I'm on the, on the run tour. It's just like, what, like, do you just, do you just stare into a booth? Yeah. Wow. I feel like I'll definitely need like a little like book or something. A book. Yeah. Something to, to stimulate you a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, wow. that's, yeah. I, I like seeing movies alone when I talked about seeing Marcel the shell and Nope alone. I think that, I mean, I guess I haven't seen movies alone for that long. I don't remember seeing a movie alone before there's this one time I got in like a big fight with like my entire family um my winter break of my first year of college and I was like avoiding mm-hmm. everybody in my house for like like I just exiled myself in my room for a couple of days wow <laughs> and I remember like I left the house to go see little women oh <laughs> little women alone and was like yeah that's cute um I saw West Side Story alone over Actually, last winter break I believe I just realized I saw a movie alone, but it was at a film festival and it was like not, it was like kind of, I don't know. Was it a movie or was it just like uh, a project? (laughs) It's hard to say. (laughs) I I cannot say. You said said it's early (laughs) in the development. It's not for me to tell. But it was uh, there. Was it dot dot dot? Was it the movie you worked on? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have never seen that. <laughs> the movie I worked on, I have never seen. I've never seen. <laughs> I've never seen her actually. Her. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you met Nicole Kidman yet? Um, in many ways, n- not physical yet. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And that's what I love about you. You always th- you always think of how to you know because there there are many ways to encounter Nicole. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. usually in there. I can yeah. yeah, I can sense that. I can tap into her. <laughs> I can tap into that for sure. Oh my uh, goodness, she's so haunted. It's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, that's what's been up with me. What's been up with you lately? Oh my god, I had an absolute whirlwind of a week. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I talked about this on last episode or not, how I start every sentence on this podcast, but I moved out of my apartment in Pittsburgh. I'm no longer yeah. Pittsburgh re- resident, no longer a resident of the state of Pennsylvania. 
Wow. Crazy. Good luck in the elections, y'all. I'm rooting for y'all. Um, everybody register to vote. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, so I had like the whole moving process last week, which was kind of in swing when we recorded our last episode. It was, mm-hmm. I was kind of like avoiding it because moving is such a hard thing to like start. Cause I feel like to do, I was trying to intellectualize it a little too much being like, okay, what do I do first? And I was just like, okay. And then I ended up giving a piece of my furniture to one of my friends, like my dresser, mm. which had all my clothes in it, obviously, uh, or a good amount of them. And so then I was like, well, I guess I'm just moving now. Um, and so then like the day I gave everything to her, I just started like fully in the process. Cause something about me I've talked about this on the podcast before when I start a when I start like a task I don't like stopping until I finish it that's so that's such a good trait to have in some ways yeah in some ways definitely yeah but in other ways like it's definitely not because I definitely like obsess (laughs) over it Oh, like, like this podcast, yeah. I will like fall into a hole of like just doing shit for it for five hours, like just straight. And then I'll look mm. up and be like, oh, because nice. my, my, <laughs> yeah, like my mind will just be like, okay, I have to edit the episode. And then I want to do this thing and then this thing and then this thing. And, this, and so mm-hmm. it can become like this whole like, but it's good because it ultimately, I only really do it for things I'm like passionate about or things I like want to get done. So it's not yeah. like I do it for like everything because again, right. Becca and I have discussed our all or nothing mentality. And yeah. so it usually means I'm passionate about something, but then it does bleed into getting like, like sometimes if I do things too close to bed, I have trouble sleeping because I can't take my mind off of like a goal. Yeah. Sometimes I'll have dreams where I'm still doing the thing and so I don't get rest. And so definitely- I had a dream you were in the other day. I'll tell it later in a sec. It was, it was so strange. I love hearing about what I do in people's dreams. Yeah. I'll talk all about it. I love hearing about it. Okay. So yeah. And then my mother came into town to help me with the moving process. I was originally going to keep some of my furniture, but then my chair did not fit into the car. No. So yeah, the blue one. And so Yeah, my mom, my mom did offer to like get like a because she does have a hitch on the back of her car. And so she offered to get like a little U-Haul like trolley thing. But I was just like, it's not all that gone. It was it was that point in the move where I'm like, I just need to get rid of literally everything in my life. Yeah, Um, (laughs) I just need to burn this all on the spot. And literally the girl I sold the person who's moving into my apartment, I sold her a bunch of stuff. Oh, that's um, good. already and so she and she expressed interest in buying that stuff and I just wanted to like keep it because I like wanted to keep a piece of my first apartment but by that point I was done being sentimental and I was like okay girl give me this amount of money and it's yours and she literally mm-hmm. like shot back right away being like I'll take it wow okay good oh my god the the person moving into my apartment if they ever listen to this I left them like a fully furnished apartment not fully furnished but did you leave some- your bed no they didn't want my bed it was annoying because oh my god and then there's another thing about moving I had my first experience with like trying to sell things on Facebook marketplace Ooh, so hard yeah I thought I was girl bossing because I got multiple offers but then it's like but then it's like somebody reached out to me and they're like oh where where can I pick this up and then I gave them my address and they're like 
oh, I actually can't transport it. Would you like, can you help me with that? And I'm like, well, no, that's what? the thing. Like, no, the no that's the whole thing. And then yeah. they're like, will it fit in Uber XL? And I'm like, how am I supposed to know that? First of all, it's a bed. <laughs> in, in, in their defense, it was only a twin mattress, but still, I'm like, that's a tight fit. And like, like you need like a Yukon or something, like a Suburban. Also, if I was an Uber driver and I pulled up and the person had a full bed, I would be like, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to take you. Yeah. And then there was that whole thing. And so the bed, the bed was like a whole thing. And then somebody was going to come pick up the bed and then that fell through. And so I don't want to say what I did with the bed, but I'm sure you can all imagine. And um, yeah, that's what I think that moving really confronts me with. If we can call back to the problematic faves. I mm. was challenged to confront my consumption in a very visceral way. Yeah. <laughs> I was just finding shit in my apartment being like, what? Yeah. And then when you can't get rid of a full fucking mattress and like the box spring and, and you have to like put it out for the garbage. It's like, it, you feel bad. That's going to be on earth. Like, oh my God. Any, anytime I throw out anything, yeah. like, anytime I use a single use plastic, I'm like, this will be on the earth longer than I will. Uh, and God bless her. <laughs> God bless her for that. Um, so yeah, and it no, is ultimately it like it is ultimately like more than is like my fault, really. But also, it's just like I'm just trying to be a little bit more, you know, Conscious. not trying to completely relieve myself of the individual action and stuff. And so, I don't know, environmentalists. Environmentalists yeah. this is my formal apology. I'm not happy with some of the things I did. Um, but you know, all we can do is learn and try to be better. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. And I will try to do better because I am such a, I am really, really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I filled my dad's Subaru like upwards of five times for the final, before the final move to get things out of my apartment. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm moving and so I was just moving everything back in today because I returned to Hocassin, right. Delaware today mm-hmm. where my neighbor, Chris Clemens, is somewhere running around. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot he moved back. Yeah. I don't know if he's in Hocassin, but he's definitely he's definitely within. He's definitely in Delaware. He's, yeah, he's within a 10 minute drive from my house. I know that much. Like, really? There's no way he is. Because of the high school. May, he went to? Maybe 15, maybe okay. 15. You better, you better find him and you better. No, I'm like, bestie, where are you? You need to beg him to be on the podcast. I'm like, no, no, I was watching one of his videos the other day and he was literally in the shopping center that I go to all the time. I'm like, oh my God. Quinn. Yeah. No, I was, I like, I was like, there's one, I'm like watching his vlog because I'm like, that looks like every house I've ever been to in Delaware. Um, I, cause, but like, he's going to, you know, do his own little thing with it. And Like, if I see a Tesla, I'm not every Tesla I see, I'm gonna be like, Chris. <laughs> OMG. And, yeah, he was talking about like going to the DMV. Like, I was like, I was looking at all like the, the scenic shots in his videos, being like, where is that? Where is that? <laughs> Chris, where you at? I literally grew up wow. driving all those roads. And that's so, yeah. so funny. Oh my anyway, God. So, I can't wait for him to be a guest. And I'm like, and- he needs friends in Delaware, right? I could be that. No, he would be such a good guest for our first um, high episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be so fun. He did sell, um, I don't know if he sold, I don't know if that was the ashtray, but on his um, 
on his website, he did sell a hat that said 302 on it, which is the area code of Delaware. Um, oh. And then I think he might have sold an ashtray as well. But anyway. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Wow. But anyway, that. so that's my neighbor. That's my new neighbor, I guess, that I haven't mm-hmm. met yet. But, you know, got to run into him. Yeah. Um, and so then... Another thing that complicated the whole move was that I had a trip with my friends planned. So I moved out of my apartment. My mom came up and then she took like half the stuff with her home. And then I had half the stuff in my car, which I left parked in my garage that I parked in in Pittsburgh. Big target for stealing, by the way, (laughs) which I didn't think about. And I was like, if anybody came in, there's like stuff in here they could steal. Like... (laughs) like a lot yeah like a lot of clothing (laughs) I mean the clothing is probably the most valuable stuff like I don't know I don't have anything I don't own anything like that expensive but like Mm -hmm. I mean when you if you took all my clothing to like a buffalo exchange you could make like 50 bucks I don't know (laughs) (laughs) 73 cents (laughs) (laughs) 25 whole cents um and so yeah so so then anyway but yeah I'm moving out and I leave my stuff and then we left my friend Maddie. Shout out to Maddie, listener of the pod, BT Dubs. She has a lake house in the Finger Lakes of New York, mm. um, which is about a four or five hour drive from Pittsburgh. And so I went on spring break with her and three other people. And so we all had like a little reunion trip to her lake house. How cute. It's on Lake Kuka, which I would only mispronounce. So I called it like Kuka or okay. um, Kuweka. Okay. Um, which is the hole that a bird excretes its waste through. Um, Kuweka? Yeah, Kuweka. Did you know that already? <laughs> I did. Yeah. And that's what I found funny about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. reptiles okay. also have it i should say um don't want to exclude that community on the podcast oh thank you but okay. yeah. <laughs> that makes so much more sense um <laughs> and so yeah but we drove up very fun me and three gay men in a car so you know <laughs> listening to pop music what could go wrong um and so we drove to maddie's house it's a beautiful little lake house we literally beat her there fun fact oh, um nice but literally she pulled up like two seconds later but it was really fun because we none of us had like seen her in a month and our other friend was over in Ireland studying abroad for like two months and so it was nice it was everybody kind of getting back together and stuff and so yeah we just kind of hung out at her house for the weekend it's right on the lake beautiful 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 but of course it's me so the trip had to have a little excitement a little bit of a twist something like that Mm-hmm. and so it's the first night we were there for about an hour and then we went out on her boat onto lake swam around swimming in a lake adjacent to swimming in the ocean which was it a tender yes kind small of okay. yeah like a small okay. yeah definitely a small boat but like um it could hold 12 people but you know there were only five of us oh, but yeah so we were out on the boat it was lovely it was a lake so I got a little I was a little um nervous about the lake because I'm not a huge fan of lakes because of the bottom of them scary right 
Yeah, because not even scary, but I don't like the texture. Was like it, when you it like too mushy? Yes, yeah, it's mushy and muddy, and I don't like that, which we'll return to in mm-hmm. a second. Mm-hmm. But where like the ocean is nice and smooth and sandy and all that kind of stuff, so I think the ocean is a lovelier experience. Yeah. But we were swimming like when we would go out into like the middle of the lake, the water depth was like a hundred feet or something, which scary in and of itself so many feet (laughs) yeah so many feet but also don't have to touch the ground so yeah true win 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 for me um and I also it was also like I was it was also a test of my swimming skills because I'm not like like I know how to swim obviously but I'm not like you know a swimmer Mm -hmm. and so I was like okay (laughs) would you be able to pass the three minute um waiting test what is not waiting what's it called it's like usually, at least in Pennsylvania, if you are, I don't know, a smaller kid and you want to go down like a slide at a pool, mm-hmm. they make you tread, tread water for like three minutes. Oh, like just stand and just sit in the water? Tread Did you go water. anywhere? Like, do, where, like no, just you just like the tread. Yeah, where you do this with your. Oh, 1000%. I could do that. Bicycle with your feet. Yeah. Yeah, 1000%. I could do that. Okay, good. Yeah, but I was like sore every day on because we were we would go out and we would swim for like hours and then we'd be like, we also had to like you had to hoist yourself back up on the boat and so anyway. Oh, that's a whole so, thing. Yeah, so we swim the first day and then we come back. You know, we shower, do all of it, and then we had dinner. And then after dinner, the sun had set, and Maddie's like, "Oh, does anybody want to go fishing?" And we were all like, "Yeah, that'd be really fun. You can just fish off like she has a little pier you can fish off of." And so, um, I was just sitting cause it like, there were only two poles. And so I had to wait my turn to fish. And so we're out on the lake. Um, and then it's my turn to fish. And so I have my line in and my father is a big recreational fisher. And so I was like, this, this is in my blood. Yeah. But I haven't been fishing in a long time and I forgot how much patience it requires. It's so boring. I think. Yeah. Um, unless the fish are like biting and my friend Ian did catch a fish pretty quickly, but I did not have the same luck. And so I was just kind of bored. And so I was looking at my phone and I'm like, mm, mm, mm. and I take a <laughs> picture of the fishing pole mm-hmm. and then a gigantic like fish kind of like mongrel looking thing jumps out of the water and takes my phone out of like my hand. You're lying. And takes it to the depths of Lake Quaker. No, it Shut was up. like it was like some Wait, kind of like <laughs> it was some kind of supernatural force that came. You're by. lying. No, I'm not at all. I'm not at all. It was some kind of supernatural force that <laughs> that jumped. Did you play Club Penguin as a kid? Like when you would like Little. when you were playing the fishing game, and then okay. that big fish would come by. Like that's what it was <laughs> like. You? Yeah. It was, it jumped out of the water and knocked my wait, phone out of my Wait, wait, I'm so confused. Like, like, okay, were you sitting at, were yes. you sitting? Okay, that yeah, makes I, I pictured you fully standing at the end of the pier and a fish jumping that. No, but yeah. still, it's absolutely stupid that that happened. Yeah, I w- well, it actually didn't happen. Um, I did lie to you for just a second. There. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. <laughs> 
no because i was like i was like oh my god i want to i want to i want to like i want to like create a lie but then i like started the story and forgot i wanted to lie anyway i've been pranked twice today and i'm starting to <laughs> <laughs> so i just do a little prank for becca but okay, okay so anyway i say that because the real story is much less interesting i literally took a picture of the fishing pole and then i was like i remember thinking about like i remember thinking while i was like there too i was like I shouldn't be like holding my phone just over the water. Like that's not a good idea. And then I didn't have that thought in that moment, but then I just literally dropped my phone and then I was like, oh, I found the light. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so by that point it's dark. (laughs) And so can't really do anything about it. And so we were like, okay. And then Maddie said her mom had done the same thing and they pulled the phone out in the morning and it was fine. And I was like, Unfortunately, I do think you were pranked. <laughs> I, like, I feel like that's a little bit of an urban legend, but yeah. Um, but also, iPhones are water resistant to like a certain depth, and it was only about like the depth was only about six feet. Um, All right. And so I don't know. And so I was like, okay, whatever. And so then the next morning, Ian claims to have seen it in the water. <laughs> um. But, and so then I went on like a little swim for it and I tried to recover it and I had to touch the bottom of the lake because I couldn't see it. I had my goggles on and I was like, but then I couldn't see it. And so then I was like feeling around for it with my feet and then, Uh, yeah, so the phone's gone. Yeah. (laughs) Phone's gone. So I haven't had a phone for, it was Friday. Today is... Tuesday so I did tease this on the Instagram you did I've not I checked Instagram you, yeah probably didn't see because you don't have a phone yeah <laughs> and for that I am sorry I'm off the grid <laughs> um yeah and so yeah so now I have to procure a new phone which mm-hmm. we're actually I think in a weird term of events I think the phone might be insured which is crazy because it's I, I bought it like I I've had it for two years. Wow. Um, and so it might be insured. So we're like making a claim about it. And I make it a phone at like a much cheaper price than like actually just buying a phone because I thought I was gonna have to That's drop good. especially iPhone iPhones are like expensive nowadays. Yeah. And did you have the Apple the water policy? The in- the extra insurance. I okay. I There's don't like know about the extra like the there's the regular insurance and then they have like the water insurance that gives you like yeah and they pay for your next two phones if you drop <laughs> if you drop it in water and i am lying to you <laughs> yeah i was like this doesn't sound this doesn't sound um <laughs> if you drop your phone in water they give you money yeah they they Crazy. pay they, you know, <laughs> they um, pay you and so yeah, yeah, but it was nice. It was nice having a little unplugged weekend. Um, nice. It reminded me. I had my laptop, so I wasn't like completely cut off from human society. But like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's obviously not the same thing as having like a phone because I'm not going to take like my laptop can't work in like the middle of the lake or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, Do you know why that um, lakes often are more haunted than oceans or seas. Did you experience anything like, I don't know, haunted? You know how there's always like a lady of the lake. Well, other than the supernatural like, force taking my phone. Yeah, um, obviously. Yeah, other than that. I? No, I didn't experience, because like, 
we were we were like a setup of like a horror movie at the lake and you're right about that because where do horror movies like slasher flicks always take place at a camp camp with the lake lake. yeah yeah not at never at like the ocean on the beach yeah yeah there aren't camps on the beach though so i just Um, had to break this question up yeah and so we 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 made that joke at least once being like oh my god this is like a setup for like a horror movie like friends coming joining together oh my god guys and then one loses their phone you know hilarity ensues all of it all of it um was there any straight people there no So you would have all been killed off at the same time then. <laughs> <laughs> they had to get rid That's of all for of the us rules. At, yeah. Yeah. It's sad. So. It's too bad. It's really too bad. But yeah. So anyway, but it was also kind of nice because it was, it's obviously annoying in the moment, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's like you zoom out for a second and you're like, okay, how big of a deal actually is this? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, it was like a, like it was like a two-year-old phone like it it's it's like an it's like an iphone so they make them like work poorly after a little while <laughs> they make yeah. them to break um <laughs> and so my phone had definitely started that process and yeah. so i was like uh not the worst thing ever and then like you know i'm luckily in a place financially where it's like it's an inconvenience but not like anything crazy detrimental. Um, that's good detrimental or anything like that and so it was like it was a little bit like well why freak out about it it was something i could like have anxiety over and like be upset with myself over and stuff like that and I definitely had that moment but then I was like and I continue to have those moments and stuff but then I'm like it's really not that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things that's very healthy of you yeah and so it 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 it, I think it's important sometimes to reflect on like an older version of myself would have been like so undone by that and like it could have had the potential like ruin the whole weekend for me and the weekend just ended up being like one of the funnest weekends of like the summer or Yay. of all time even and so like you know like it it, it was just a thing that happened and mm-hmm. I literally made a joke about it like an hour later I was like guys I felt like the weekend getting a little boring already and so I had to do something to spice it up <laughs> I just had to do that I was like how do I make lake weekend <laughs> about me Kerplop. <laughs> so easy so easy bloop, 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 bloop. yeah <laughs> yeah and you did it well yeah Lake Weekend ended up being really fun maybe I'll share more of the details of it as the episode progresses but Bika anything else to report um just that I guess super freaky girl has she's done it again she's done it again yeah she's twisted she's sick she's everything I want to (laughs) be super freak we had a um we had a sleepover me and the three gay aforementioned gay men mm-hmm. we had a sleepover the night before we went to the lake and um we literally got up at 6 45 to go to the lake like in the morning mm-hmm. on a friday morning and like su- we listened to like super freaky girl at like 6 30 and it was like such an interesting experience yeah and we interestingly did not listen to it like that much at the actual lake and so crazy yeah so I'm still I'm still getting to know her I did get really into just super freak by Rick James because it was on the last season of drag race as a lip sync ah, song nice um and so yeah so it was but good. 
and it's it's funny because I'm like it's funny because I was like there are no new songs everybody's just sampling things and then like I was like clamoring for this song being like I need to hear this song (laughs) I need need to hear this song and same with like renaissance like I'm like oh everything's just like a sample like and it's like so many sampled songs on renaissance and stuff and so yeah it's how it is how it is it's just where we are right now and instead of being like okay what if i just yeah went ah yeah oh okay yeah we want we want to like things we want to like yes we're trying so hard Mm -hmm. guys and this i do like so (laughs) go listen to super freaky girl for sure yeah yeah well I believe Beck and I are adequately caught up. Yes. So we're going to throw to a little break and we'll be right back. Hmm. Guys, I'm scared. Ah! Guys. Oh my God, my phone. It took my phone. (laughs) Don't ever do that again. Okay. So our topic this week is something really light and something that no one has ever thought about ever. No, yeah, no. <laughs> and that's spirituality. Ooh. So obviously we talked about astrology before. So this is just like broadening that topic a little bit, getting mm-hmm. Quinn's headspace and yeah. our history, I guess you could say about the topic. So mm-hmm. I know you Quinn went to a school that involved you know some stuff but where I I would like you to pinpoint like your maybe family upbringing or like your first encounter I guess with like the idea of spirituality yes so something I feel like I was gonna address in the a block but didn't is that I am Mm -hmm. in my basement in my childhood home which is like aggressively Irish uh-huh. um, <laughs> yeah my father has decorated it so there's a slanja sign hanging above my head which is like an Irish like Gaelic form of like cheers and stuff mm-hmm. there is a cross behind me as well as well as a YouTube yeah. poster right here <laughs> wow <laughs> my mom still has that YouTube album that went on everybody's iPhone like on her phone and it like <laughs> when she like connects to the car it's so funny anyway okay. Some of the viewing audience wasn't even born when that happened, maybe. Oh. <laughs> anyway. But thank you so much for asking, Becca. My first mm-hmm. encounter with spirituality was actually probably going to church as a child because I was raised Catholic. My family's Catholic. My mom's mm-hmm. side of the family is. My father was raised Presbyterian. And um, he converted to Catholicism for my mother. Um, when they got married um because religion wasn't super important to his family but it was definitely more important to like my mom's mother especially after my mom's father died when she was 14 and after that my grandmother became like very involved um her like faith was a big way that got her that helped her with like the grief of like her husband's passing and stuff like that and so religion was very important to my grandmother um she was definitely like I feel like it was she I remember my brother and me like I don't want to say like I don't want to say I guess I'll just be truthful but like we didn't like her as much as our other grandmother when we were younger Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. it felt like she was like the strict one because she was like a little religiously pious but I think she she definitely started to like I don't know if it's just because we got older and like we weren't as like 
rambunctious or whatever but Mm -hmm. she definitely started to like mellow out a little bit more and I definitely got closer to her before she unfortunately passed away um Mm -hmm. to the point where I like enjoyed spending time with her before you know she passed away and stuff like that yeah but yeah so we actually grew up I the first house I ever lived in was right across from a church here in Delaware called St. Anne's it's like the Irish Catholic church in Wilmington. There's like Irish Catholic and um, Italian Catholic in Wilmington. So St. Anne's is like the Irish Catholic church. And so that's where my grandmother went. Um, That's where like all my cousins went and stuff like that. And so my brother actually attended grade school there from K to three. Okay. And so I wasn't in school at that time. And so I would always like, my mom would like literally walk him just like across the street to go to school. I would like look out the window with them while I like ate my breakfast. Um, and so my mom did leave me like alone in the house. When she did. Uh, <laughs> eating I also. Like, I was like four. Such a big choking hazard. <laughs> I, remember, I, remember I would be eating like my Cheerios or like Fruit Loops or something. We have like those TV tables. And um, she's like, bye. She's like, I'm going to go drop Liam off real quick. Um, and I was like, per. Um, <laughs> I'll make my been, coffee. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I did not. I had not searching coffee yet. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and so, yeah. But we did go to church like on Sundays for a lot well a while as well because like that was like proximate mm. I have to tell you I hated it yeah I had an immediate reaction I had I hated it because boring, right yes boring so mm-hmm. boring to me at the time I was like there's nothing for me to connect to in this I want to go home and watch Power Rangers yeah um and I would always be like <laughs> mom how long is church and she's like an hour and I'm like Phew. so you lied also it's longer uh, I don't remember how long they actually were. They felt hours. It's, I think it's just being young. Like everything feels long when you're young. Cause you haven't lived as much. That's true. And so time and you, like, is you don't have I, enough. I think like, about this a lot. To think literally, I think about this a lot. And like, it's it, like how time feels like it goes by faster as you get older, but it's like, it literally does in a sense because relative to the amount of time you've lived, like a year is like when I was five, Mm-hmm. A year felt like a long time because that's like 20% of my life. Yeah. And now a year doesn't feel like, I mean, it feels, again, it feels like long and short in different parts, but it's 5% of my life. Like one year yeah. is 5% of like the life I've lived even less mm-hmm. than that now. And so obviously time is going to feel longer. An hour is going to feel longer to me as a five-year-old sitting in a church than it is as a 21-year-old sitting in a church. Um, yeah. And so anyway. But yeah, I hated it. I hated going. Um, and so I just didn't. <laughs> um, like much Good to my you. much to my mom's chagrin a little bit because she tried to get me to do I was baptized, obviously, when I was like young. I don't remember that. You were. Okay. Um, and my brother did his first holy communion and all that stuff. And there's an amazing picture of my family from my brother's first holy communion. My father, my mother, and my brother are all sitting very nicely out on the front steps of our house that we lived in across from the church. And I'm sitting with them and they're all smiling and I am crying. Mm. I'm visibly upset in the photo. Like I couldn't even get it together for the photo. You knew. <laughs> and they just printed it, they just printed it out. My mom was like, okay. <laughs> like it's just, it's just a picture of my house of me crying outside. Um, so yeah. So 
that was kind of my attitude. I didn't get, my mom tried so hard to get me to go to CCD or whatever. The thing that you have, like the classes you have to take to get your first Holy communion. I said, oh. so I'm not interested in that in any way. Yeah. Um, and something about me is I've truly never done anything I don't want to do. Good. Like I am somebody who like, if I don't want to do something, I will find so many ways out of it. Is that the one? Okay. Is that class like what you take when you're like 13 or whatever? No, that's more confirmation. That's what I'm thinking. Which of. is the next sacrament. Gotcha. I don't okay. know why, but I don't know why I put air quotes around sacrament. <laughs> um, it's not like a made up. Thing. They're, they're just considered sacraments. Um, it's a level up. Sure. Yeah, it's the level up. It's the Pokemon evolution. Okay, um, cool. And so, yeah, confirmation is like the next step up. Neither me nor my brother did that. Uh, mm. My cousins did. Um it was also very interesting because my mom, I didn't know this at the time, obviously, but my mom was having her own kind of struggles with the Catholic church because right around that time is like peak sex scandal, mm. like right as all that stuff is breaking. Yeah. And so she very much kind of like, like, and as somebody who was like a new mother to two like young boys, like she was like obviously (laughs) and she has story she has as a kid who grew up going to catholic school like she has stories Mm -hmm. like that stuff was going on for a very long time and like she felt like she felt the impacts of it she knew a lot of people who were like affected by it you know in various ways and stuff and so um she had her own kind of like struggles and so obviously like when we moved out into like the suburb we live in now we got like kind of very disconnected from Mm. that whole thing and so yeah we like and we would like pray at holidays and stuff but it was mostly kind of like it was very I relate to when people say like like I was culturally like like when Jewish people say like I'm culturally Jewish but not like practicing even Mm -hmm. though there's obviously like different contexts different histories of that kind of thing I felt uh, I felt like a similar kind of vibe with my upbringing like we were culturally Catholic but we weren't like going to church every Sunday Gotcha. And so, yeah, but Becca, I actually know literally nothing about your religious (laughs) upbringing. And so I'm very interested. Okay. So it is sort of interesting, I guess, because so my dad, his whole family is Catholic. He was raised Catholic and he is very agnostic, sort of atheist now. Mm -hmm. Never seen him he's just one of those people who's like if I can't if I haven't seen it if I can't prove it myself I'm never gonna listen to anyone else about it Uh, (laughs) and it's like oh okay yeah Um, yeah. that's how that's how he feels and then my mom um is agnostic but was Mm -hmm. raised Christian but she hated she went to her parents were really religious Um, and her, she went to a private Catholic school for a couple years and then was like, okay, I hate this so much. And then (laughs) begged her mom to, to let her leave. And she, then she went to public school. So she had been kind of like agnostic since then. And she always says, uh, she is so, she, my mother is such a character. (laughs) She, when people ask her, like, if she's religious, she talks about, she does this to prove a point but she says she believes in mr bananas 
because to her, she's like, she believes in something, but she doesn't want to call it like God or like uh, assign it any power, power or whatever. Uh, but she, it's just like the, like the universe basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's what she believes in. But she's like, you can call it whatever you want. I call it Mr. Bananas. So go off, I guess. Her. Mr. B. <laughs> she said it's what you oh give power God. to in your life. Right? <laughs> yeah. And bananas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very minion of her. Anyway. <laughs> but no, no, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah. So I never, I never was baptized. I mm-hmm. never was like forced to go to church except for when my grandfather on my mom's side passed and my grandma then like needed someone to go to church with and so I would come I would go to church with her and my mom after my soccer practices and multiple times (laughs) people complained about my smell (laughs) because I was like 10 didn't really wear deodorant yet and like was a stinky kid from soccer um so I did have to start sitting in the back (laughs) It was really boring. It oh was so God, boring because no. I didn't go to like the kids part or whatever. And is this there. and is this Protestant? I, I it's think. not a Catholic mask because it's on your family's. No, it's on your mom's no, no. side, right? Yeah. Okay. No, it's not Catholic. Um. Yeah, I want to say yeah, and mm-hmm. so, um, it was in an office building. This church was, and I guess people were nice, but like, it just wasn't doing it for me. I feel like you've told me about this, maybe, because that ring, that, building? that rings a bell. Yeah, I that just found it so weird because it's always like a church is supposed to be a church. I thought that's the whole point. Well, that's that's the whole thing with like I I recently explained to my friend who's Jewish the whole um, Protestant Reformation. <laughs> like I explained the whole Protestant Reformation to her, basically. I mean, um, I have no idea. Yeah. So anyway, so basically. Christianity used to be like this whole one thing that was like the Catholic church Mm -hmm. for like about a thousand years. Like it was one church. Yeah. Um, And like Christianity and Catholicism were one and the same, Mm. but then the Catholics started doing some crazy stuff. The upper, like the upper echelons of the church, like it became very money involved because obviously one of the things about Catholicism that we'll get into as we progress throughout the podcast, Mm -hmm. the aesthetics yeah something they cannot be ignored Mm -hmm. um it's something they snapped on but it also costs a lot of money and when you're an organization being like you want to feed the hungry do all this stuff all this stuff and you're building like all these like gold-plated statues it's like okay well what's going on with that yeah (laughs) and so basically mr martin luther not king yeah yeah the other no relation you put the note on the door (laughs) martin luther with no king he he went to the door of the church and he said don't 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 he put his 90 something theses he put his 90 something (laughs) theses up there being like the church is shit her outfit was shit Mm -hmm. her selling her book to the judges was shit she's shit about the catholic church (laughs) and and then everybody was like okay i guess we're just gonna do our own thing now and so now there's Christianity and under Christianity you have like Protestants and mm-hmm. Catholics and mm-hmm. then Catholics are basically still all kind of like one thing mm-hmm. and then Protestants are well I guess it's not all one thing but like they're all like I guess all of Christianity is the same faith but like Catholic mm-hmm. is like its own thing and then Protestant is much more 
diverse, I would say. Gotcha. Okay. And so like Protestant is Methodists, Baptists, Lutherans, Presbyterians, Jehovah's Witness. That's what my grandma is. Yeah, that's what my dad's family was too. But like they weren't super involved in stuff. And so, yeah. And so that's where you get all of the different branches. That's a quick and dirty version of the Protestant Reformation. Gotcha. Um, And also a bunch of people died. Um, (laughs) Awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah. We spent like a Um, long time on that in like my AP World History class. Like I feel like that was half my AP World History class. I I really blocked off what happened in AP World. (laughs) And I can't blame you for that. That's on me. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I I sort of believed in like God or whatever. I wouldn't really have Mm -hmm. called myself a Christian even when I was younger. Mm -hmm. um, Just because like we didn't do anything other than I went to church a few times for my grandma. Yeah. Um, and then I remember in when all my friends were getting confirmed and my best friend at the time was like, you're not going to get confirmed. And I was like, I don't really go to church. So I don't really, I don't even get what the, you know, the value of being confirmed is. And then mm-hmm. she told me it's so that you can, when you're older, if you ever want to go to a church, you can like tell them you're confirmed. And I was like, shouldn't the whole point be if I want to go to church at any time, I should be able to go to a church. Yeah. And she was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, okay. She said, eh. I'm, I'm definitely right about my opinions right now. Cause I don't really want to do that then. So yeah. <laughs> you're like, so I've yeah. been affirmed actually. <laughs> um, it's crazy. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. So what was like your, I'm interested by the fact that you like had a belief in a higher power. It sounds like, but you had no, like Mm -hmm. you never had anybody tell you like what that was or give you like a certain view of what that was, especially when you're formative and stuff like that. Yeah. And so like, what was your kind of like, what was your vision of that higher power at like that at like through, I guess that developmental stage Mm -hmm like what was your vision of it what power did you think it had yeah okay interesting I think mm, I I did call it God but I always said like I don't think it's like a guy in the sky with like a beard and a cane Mm -hmm. you know like I think that whatever is a higher power is just like I was low-key down with the some of those settler those American settlers who they were like so we think God made us. And then he was like, whoa, hands off. <laughs> Let them do what they do. I was kind of like, oh, that could definitely be the case. Like we have yeah. a creator and then he just is like, or they, or it is just, I don't know, somewhere. Um, <laughs> she is. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She slash um, it. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like, I don't know. I, I just like. I also will admit that um, I used to like be like everything happens for a reason, whatever. I still kind of believe that in some ways, Mm -hmm. but also definitely believing that comes from being very privileged in my life and Mm -hmm. um, nothing super really bad has ever happened to me. I like have always had all my needs and wants from Maslow's pyramid. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Always had Maslow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah james Slay maslow on. big time rush yeah <laughs> yeah and he I said created it. the hierarchy of needs. Uh, <laughs> thank you thank you james 
do they actually have the same name or did I confuse yes. them? Yes. Okay, nice. No, no, the person who Play. I don't know who I don't know who made Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but yeah. Awesome. And then James okay. Maslow is famously in Big Time of Rush. Big Time Rush and was also yeah. on Celebrity Big Brother US. Yes, of course. Um, but yeah, so definitely like being a privileged person yeah uh, led me to believe like oh there must be a reason why like i am so lucky or something um Mm -hmm. i don't know though that's interesting yeah Yeah. i'll flip the question back to you though like what did what also like did you i know that you were kind of like i guess iffy then at church but Mm -hmm. what did you believe in anything or like what was your deal I definitely believe in a higher power. I don't know how much of that was actually guided by. Um, I don't know how much of that was actually guided by like my belief or how much of it was actually guided by like what I was told. Yeah. Because m- both my parents, despite not being super religious, like definitely do believe in like a higher power yeah. um, that they describe as like God and Jesus and all that kind of stuff. Um mm-hmm. And so I definitely believed in a higher power and had kind of different flirtations with faith and stuff. I've always been a very faithful person. I've always wanted to believe in things. Yeah. But as I said in the astrology episode, I believe this comes from my Libra moon or the Libra moon is how I explain it. But I Mm -hmm. feel, and also my Gemini rising, I feel like I have two sides of myself Mm-hmm. I have that side that wants to believe and yeah. that is like, like has my head in the clouds a little bit and like has that whole ideal mm-hmm. idealistic as well. And then I have a much more kind of pragmatic, logical kind of side that mm-hmm. is like, okay, well, very much like your dad. Like if there was something, wouldn't we know about it or wouldn't I be able to yeah. see it in some way? Um, yeah. And so I, like, it's always been those two competing forces within me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I did also feel kind of disconnected from it because, like, I had, I don't, I, I don't like saying, like, I knew I was queer or anything like that mm-hmm. um, because I like, didn't know all my life. And I feel like it's kind of disingenuous when people are like, I always know. Um, but anyway, but I didn't, I didn't have a, I didn't have a, it, it was, it was always a turnoff to me, like how, cause that was something I always knew about like the church and stuff that like, oh, gays were not, you know, the best thing ever. Um, and it was also, this is something I meant to bring up in the formative media episode, but something that was very big that like in the way I look at the world was actually my media consumption when like a specifically YouTube mm-hmm. like and it is it, it I was um it's interesting because I've been seeing all this stuff about like Andrew Tate or whatever that man's name yeah. is um and I was kind of just like I was kind of just like whatever about it for a couple weeks and I'm like I don't really like it just feels like another thing. But then I did see a TikTok today of like a teacher being like, oh, there's like this 11 year old in my class telling a girl she's like fat and that she's worthless and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, oh, I love Andrew Tate. And I was like, okay, so maybe, maybe I do need to like understand. This is bad. Um, and then, and, and now I'm reflecting and being like, okay, well, I, so much of like who I am as like, um, like my political beliefs now and stuff were really formed when I was like a, tween like on youtube like watching 
people like Tyler Oakley, watching people like um, some other people, because like, that's how I started to understand like trans issues and Mm -hmm. activism and all this kind of stuff that like the internet was a way for me to connect with that in a way that I wasn't getting in a middle-class white family. Mm -hmm. Um, And especially not through like our public school system. Um, And so the internet did give me an opportunity to connect in that way. And so it like the big reason I am who I am today and I have the political beliefs I do is because of like, I, I went down that road instead of like the weird alt-right, like, yeah. Chronically online in a good way. (laughs) Yes. Like incel. Yeah. Chronically online in a good way, not that way. Um, And so like, I did think, and so that also kind of gets into like, cause I think it is like a spiritual, this is a spiritual thing for me as well. Um, I have this, I have this like innate belief that also kind of connects to what you were saying that like everybody is equal mm-hmm. and that like people aren't like, like it doesn't matter like, like where people are born. And it's like luck how we're all born, right? Like I was mm-hmm. born into my life completely by luck. I could have yeah. literally been born into any other life and, you know, had different material conditions, had different you know, a different family structure, all that kind of stuff. But I was just born Mm -hmm. into my family structure and it's an incredibly privileged structure that I exist in. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't do anything prior to this that made me deserve that in a way that somebody else didn't. Um, Mm -hmm. And so in that, and so that's like fucked up (laughs) basically because I didn't do anything to deserve this life I live. I just kind of live it in the same way that somebody who's, you know, homeless, unhoused, whatever on the street didn't choose, you know, to live whatever life led them to that circumstance in a certain way or what, whatever starting, starting off point they had that led them to that circumstance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've always been, that's like equality, equity has always been kind of like my North star and like my political beliefs and mm-hmm. ca- trying to make sure that everybody has the same chance to kind of attain what they ultimately want out of life as everybody else. Um, and so, yeah, so I think that guided my spirituality in a way, because I was like, I was looking for something that had that same belief. And so I was repelled a little bit by, as I started to understand that, like, you know, the faith that my family kind of introduced to me wasn't consistent with what I Mm. believed. Yeah. And so I had a lot of resistance to it at first, I would say. Mm -hmm. But I guess I, so yeah, I always believed in a higher power. And yeah, I always believed that like that higher power should be working to make everything equal. And so I, that's kind of where I believe I wanted to find things for now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Interesting. And then Mm. things kind of like started to change when I went to high school. As I talked about in the high school episode, I was definitely a little, I was a little trepidatious. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember it specifically being about the religion thing. Like I just didn't want like religion kind of like spoon fed to me. Yeah. And I feel like everybody has that conception of religious education and that is certainly some religious education and I don't think that's correct, but like of all the things, like I I have so many criticisms of my high school experience of the high school Mm -hmm. I went to yada, yada, yada. But 
one of the things I really enjoy is the way that they actually presented religion to us because a lot of different people of like different faiths and stuff went to our school but Mm -hmm. and we all had to take religion classes and stuff but it was never like you have to believe this yeah it was just that's good this is a catholic school we're going to teach you about catholic spirituality and you know you have to learn about that and stuff you don't have to accept it you don't have to agree with it you you don't have to like do anything um, and luckily I always had good, because there were some religion teachers that were not that way. Um, yeah. but luckily I always wow. had like the good religion teachers. And so that's awesome. Yeah. I was super, I felt super supported. And my first religion class, I talked about a little bit in the high school episode, it's called mm-hmm. Catholic and Salesian Identity. It was by Mr. Johnson, who mm. is still one of my spiritual life gurus. Hope he's okay wherever he is. Um, but he, um, he was really important to me because he gave me a nice, he gave me a model of like how you could like be a like spiritual person and be like a good person, if that makes sense. Mm, yeah. Because I feel like, I feel like with so much of like growing up in the light of like the sex scandal in the Catholic church and like Westboro Baptist church of it all and like all this like stuff is like, and I don't mean to say this because it is ultimately like the most powerful like religious entity in the world, but like Christians do some Christians, like the good Christians get like a bad rap a little bit from all the people like dragging it down basically. Yeah. Um, or I will say like Christians who kind of like live out what my interpretation of like the gospel is and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So Mr. Johnson was kind of the first person I not the first person I met because obviously there was like my grandmother and stuff but he was like the first person I met outside of my family unit who I truly believed was like invested in the like teachings of Christianity and used them as a force for good to like wow. teach kids and like teach them how to be like good to each other and good to people because like I learned, I picked up so much from that class about like how I operate and stuff. And like, mm-hmm. you know, something, something I know I learned in that classroom was like give without expecting anything in return. Like, Aww. so like, I don't know. It's just, it's just something I like do now. Like when I, I feel like it's something that was like drilled into me to be like, okay, if you give something, you shouldn't like expect, like, because mm-hmm. he, he very much believed that he would also t- bring up the, this wasn't until my, when I took a class with him senior year. But he said, he would always be like, oh, people always want to say everything happens for a reason. That's looking at God in a very transactional way. It's saying, Mm -hmm. oh, if I do this thing, then I'll get this thing. Same way as like, oh, if I buy this person lunch, they'll buy me this thing or they'll do this thing. It's like, you can't have those expectations of people and you shouldn't have that expectation of people. You should just Mm -hmm. do good things because they're good things. And you want to help other people as opposed to doing a good thing because what can it get me? Yeah. And that's still very much something I try to like that's a good lesson have sight of in my life. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah. it's like, and that's something that informs my belief because I always also say like, you can't rely on other people ultimately, like mm-hmm. in like a, not like a, in a non, like in a non not trusting way you can't, gotcha. yeah. people, but just in like, I, I say it a lot with like self-affirmation. And so I used to place a lot of like my self-value and being like, oh, well, I can't be like garbage because like this person loves me or this person loves me. And it's like, that is a way to look at it, but I ultimately don't believe it's going to be a satisfying way to look at it because 
what if that person is like mad at you or if that yeah. person is having a bad day and they're not as like excited to see you, you know, mm-hmm. and then you're internalizing that and feeling a way about yourself because of that. And so mm-hmm. again, it's that give without expecting a return kind of ideal, yeah. just in a very different form. Um, and so, yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, that class kind of opened my mind up to having religion and spirituality in my life. And I started to develop more of like a spiritual sense. Mm-hmm. And I always, I think, I don't know who, I don't know who said this, but, or if I came up with it myself, but I always say like Catholicism is kind of like the verbiage I had for spirituality in high school. And mm-hmm. so it was nice because through my religious education, I learned the words that like Catholics had for the things that I believed Mm -hmm. um and so that became kind of like my vocabulary and stuff but um I'll talk about a little bit later but it's not something that's like super you know stuck um Mm -hmm. and I think it's ultimately still like a journey I'm going on and will continue to go on but I became super involved um I won the silver medal in religious studies when I graduated I was the second best religion student in my class wow um and I went on our school's religious retreat. Um, and then I led it my senior year. And so, yeah, which yeah. I didn't get to talk about in the high school episode, but oh my God, crazy stuff. Wow. Leading retreat. <laughs> That's like a horror yeah. movie for sure. I, and I was the, I was the, um, I was literally the person who was in charge of I forget what my title was, but I was like the, I was like the master of like, well, not the master, but we called like the leader leader, like the MC, like master of ceremonies. Obviously that was my Mm -hmm. friend, Tony. And I was like the person who was in charge of spirituality. And so one of my jobs was every day I led like a guided meditation for everybody. Ooh, It was like 10 minutes and everybody, everybody loved it. It was like one of the highlights of the retreat. Wow. Like, like the retreatants were coming out to me and they were like Quinn when do we get to meditate today and I was like <laughs> guys the real lesson is you can meditate 24 7 literally yeah and good. so and that was another thing because this weekend kind of reminded me of that because we didn't have our phones on that trip mm. they took our phones there were no clocks well when I led there were clocks because it was oh frustrating but like the first one I went on there were no clocks and I also had my phone as a leader but like the first one I went on no clocks, no way to know the time. And oh my God, that's crazy. Yes. It's truly a crazy and liberating experience to live and not know what time it is. I've never experienced that. I guess it's, it's, it's like a crazy experience. It's so nice too, because obviously it's something you can do like when you're on vacation and stuff like that, but like it was a religious retreat. It was, it was nice because the school was super understanding about it. And so like like if you went on, it was called encounter. And so if you went on encounter, like your teachers had a list, you understood, you literally missed a day of school. Like it would be a, you'd go on Thursday night and it would last until Sunday morning. Mm. And so you missed a day of school. You had like an excused absence. Basically your teachers would be very lenient because the school was like very into facilitating this experience for us. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it was really nice because it's it's called Kairos. It's a Greek word and it like loosely translates to God's time. And it's that like, oh. you don't have, you know, your, you don't have like a 
sense of time for yourself. You're mm-hmm. just on like, you know, whatever time. God's time. Wow. Yeah, God's time, baby. That's crazy. And, yeah. and also something that was also kind of got me involved was we had, we had school masses obviously. And so we had those about once a month and like you said, Becca, it's kind of boring just sitting in the stands. I did go to, a, but I grew to appreciate Catholic masses because I was like, there's music involved. Music is a big part of like, oh, right. Yeah. Catholic celebration and stuff like that. And so I started, I signed up for um, the music ministry, which is the people who like sang at mass. And so then I like started doing that. I eventually became like my senior year. I was like the lead cantor. And so I would stand up in front of like the whole student body and sing every mass. Mm. Um, and so that did also get me very involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, oh. I feel like I had a very, I, um, high school allowed me to have like a more complex spiritual life. Mm-hmm. So do you identify as just like a spiritual person? Now I do. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think then I would have more identified as like a Catholic, but it's very interesting because just some of the things, there were some things I definitely agreed with, but mm-hmm. then there were some ways in which like Catholicism expressed it that I didn't super agree with. Mm-hmm. Like when people are like, oh, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. He's the most important. Cause like, they're like, like one of the things that was always said to me is that like God comes first in your life. Yeah. like God like God is the first thing in your life before your friends before your family before anything and that was like mm-hmm. I was like okay and it's like it's also interesting because it's like you can experience God like like God they're there the belief is that God is present in everybody and so in that way God is kind of like in everything and so okay. there was that dimension to it but still I was like mm. I never said like I was I, like, I feel kind of weird <laughs> that like Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, all that kind of stuff. And, and I've also, never even met the guy. I've never even met him. He sounds <laughs> cool. I would love to. And sure. also just, you know, the Catholic Church as a, a political entity mm-hmm. um, obviously has its problematics and stuff. Not even, you know, with the sex scandal, obviously. But, yeah. um, you know, things I, th- again, it's it's that equality thing. So it's like, it's like if you say that you know queer people can't get married and if you say that their queer people can't adopt kids and if you say that people with ovaries and you know women other people with ovaries and reproductive systems can't have the ultimate say over what's going on in their body mm-hmm. I can't I can't ride with you like that if that makes yeah. sense to and me, so it's bad yeah to me to me that's bad <laughs> and those are big and those are big things it's like because mm-hmm. it, 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 it gets to that thing where it's like okay well you don't have to identify with everything but it's like those are big things yeah and so oh. I don't know it, it it and then just the whole organized kind of religion thing mm-hmm. in general yeah that's and so I, I don't know but yeah, yeah. so that was kind of my religious journey in that kind of area of my life so did you have any like big spiritual moments kind of like in a similar way anything that like exposed Mm. you to spirituality beyond like your family life or anything like that I think that I started I don't know I think like much like you being so online I was able to be exposed to like more 
different stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, I used to be so jealous. I have Jewish cousins. I was so uh... jealous of them. I was so jealous of all my Jewish friends that I wanted, mm-hmm. like, I wanted to go to their camp so bad because, like, they would all like hook Jewish up. Jewish camp other. did seem like like a thing, so like you're missing out on. Like, I had literally. so much FOMO about Jewish camp. Me too, and like, literally, I'm yeah, I'm not Jewish, but I did join the Jewish Culture Club's photos. Um, I okay, Trisha. Their photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then one time I saw one of their bagels that they had in the morning. So oh, wow. That was good, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, but I was, like, not into, like, I don't know. You have to, like, go through so much to, like, become Jewish if you're not uh, born into it. But also, okay, I forgot to mention that my great-grandfather was Quaker, actually. Um, oh very, very pennsylvania of him but he was actually canadian english sorry uh-huh. and then he moved to canada but he wrote a book called quaker by convincement because he i guess was convinced to be a quaker and the quakers they kind of have something going, like no the quakers are cool yeah they're very i chill. haven't done like enough re- i haven't done like enough research to like fully say that with like my whole chest but everything i've heard about the quakers i'm like it's organized religion so it's like I feel like I have such a view where I'm like, it can't not be not problematic. Right. In some way. I'm <laughs> sure they it can't are. Be, it can't way. be unproblematic, but yeah. then it, are we not all problematic? Hmm. Going back to problematic faves again. Literally. And then also, <laughs> you know, but yeah, but we also, there was a, um, there was a Quaker school that's very close to where I went to high school. It's like right up the street. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, friend schools. Yeah, um, and then I have another friend who I met in college who she went to a friend school as well. Yeah. But it's really like the society of friends. Like that's such a good yeah. branding for religion. Like, I know, literally. Just a bunch of friends. Like what? Yeah. I literally <laughs> like, was like a Quaker cool. this weekend by that. <laughs> by that I am constantly being a friend. Literally. Um, we're, yeah. we're practicing Quakerism right now on this podcast. Literally. This podcast yeah. is ultimately about the power of friendship. And to that, rock on. Quakers win, bro. Yeah. Are you Quaker now? Um, but yeah, so I, I also love read... their oats. Gotta say. Yeah, that's good food, guys. A little bland, that's fine. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I kind of like need to read that book and like look into what his life was. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, being online, I really turned okay, like we all know my whole Tumblr phase and like mm-hmm. 2014 and stuff. That's when I think I started like really getting into astrology. And I was like, okay. oh, this. Something about it just absolutely sent me into, I was like, this is so correct. Mm-hmm. This is so like, I know I believe in this. Mm-hmm. Whatever else I believe in, I don't know. I believe in this. Hmm. And then I started to like, I don't know, kind of form my own thoughts. I looked into Wicca a lot. I have mm. a lot of books on that. Um, I had a lot, of, a lot of books on witchcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't consider myself like to be Wiccan. Mm-hmm. Um, You're definitely witchy. I am a witchy person. And <laughs> sometimes I do consider myself to be a baby witch. Mm-hmm. Um, I am sort of magical. And yeah. I do love that. I do believe That's that about you. Anything. Well, thank you. Um, yeah. It's just proven time and time again to all yeah. people closest to me as well. Mm-hmm. um yeah I don't know I think I just I'm most I feel the best in like any spiritual thought that like I don't know brings out personal and collective power instead of like 
collective like I don't know like something like shame a, yes shame like kind of like a collective like the uh, uh, you like to be empowered rather than like ashamed a little bit yeah or have or like there's you don't want a religion to say there's something wrong with you that we can fix you want to say yeah. there's something in you that we can all bring out together exactly yeah mm-hmm. and like helping other like I do obviously appreciate like that people yeah like religion has played a huge part in how a lot of people like have their morals or, are set or whatever mm-hmm, some yeah. of them shaky but yeah some of them okay mm-hmm. um but yeah so like I don't know I just yeah I was res- I really resent when like it's sad to me when people have like shame or yeah um, guilt like surrounding religion and so many people have like such intense religious trauma yeah it's, it's actually crazy like I like I was like like whatever I thought I had like I had n- like the like when I hear the things some people like went through in like yeah their churches or whatever like it's crazy oh like yeah. that's crazy actually like it's yeah Mm, yeah no yeah yeah and so yeah I definitely agree with that though and that's mm-hmm. something that I really enjoyed about the way I was taught and again it's not the way everybody's taught Catholicism but I was taught that like Christianity is ultimately about community and what we can all like bring out in each other like when yeah. we're all together and stuff yep. um and so I think I did enjoy that thing of like interconnectivity yes that is and that good. we're all connected to each other yeah and yeah yeah but I think it's all it's also helpful that I did have that sense of like morality before I went into it a little bit mm-hmm. and like I had a worldview yeah I was a little say, bit before that like clear-headed that's yeah good. yeah and so yeah. is that where you are kind of like currently yeah I consider myself to be like spiritual that's like the label I would use mm-hmm. um I do really not there there is such like people have become more spiritual especially lately with like Mm -hmm. media and everything but um I pretty much hate any (laughs) spirituality that I see like now on social media yeah it feels dumb to even say like I'm spiritual it feels like it's become such like a exactly it's it's so whitewashed and like yeah it's frustrating obviously like I don't know I don't subscribe to like the chakras or anything Mm mm-hmm mostly because I don't know where that comes from and I know it doesn't come from like TikTok so like I don't know I just see things like that and it it's like upsetting and I like I've I've read a lot about Wicca and like I would Uh say that I don't know I'm I like respect a lot of things um that are pagan and Mm -hmm. like can kind of draw the source of them and like understand it pretty well yeah um so I would say that's like sort of a basis for my spirituality, but I don't really mm-hmm. like label myself as like pagan. Yeah. yeah. I have that same, I have that same thing around um, yoga, which to talk about mm. my current spirituality, yoga is something I didn't even start of as like a spiritual thing, but has become a very spiritual thing for me yeah. because yoga, like it's hard because in the West we think of yoga as like, you know, downward dog all that kind of stuff and that is a part of yoga that's the asana but yoga has seven different branches um yeah. and I feel like you Becca and that like with like what you said about chakras and that I don't even know like the other 
um well I guess one's the pranayama which is like the breath and stuff like that but like there are Mm -hmm. seven branches to yoga and like the asana which is like what we associate as yoga is yeah one part of yoga and ultimately like yoga is a literal thousands year old tradition that originated in what we now consider India um Mm -hmm. that started as a way to prep the body for meditation yoga means union and so it's supposed to be the union of the mind and the body um Mm -hmm. making it so they can come together as one and Mm -hmm. help you and do all that kind of stuff and so something I've really enjoyed about the yoga practice and I really enjoy about yoga with Adrienne in particular um Mm -hmm. and why she's on the stand list in part is because she (laughs) emphasizes that stuff yeah and she is yeah in a culture where in a culture where that's not emphasized because when I talk to my other friends about doing yoga they're like oh like yeah I I only like doing like hot yoga or like power yoga or like yoga lattes or like all this kind of like other stuff or they're like yoga's too slow and I'm like then you just don't you you don't get it yeah or you're not finding the right yeah like doing like doing the intense stuff can be helpful sometimes but like also it's also really helpful to just like Sit. sit in child's pose for like five minutes or just sit actually with correct posture. Yeah. Uh-huh. Correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, what a gift. Yeah. And so like my friends will always be like, oh, you like yoga? Like you should try Pilates. And I'm like, well, yoga is like a tradition and like is like <laughs> hundreds of is... years old. Pilates was invented <laughs> in the 80s by a man literally named Joe Pilates. Are what? you lying again? No. <laughs> Oh, no, his that's, name was that's Joe true. Pilates. I don't know if it's Joe, but his last name is Pilates, and that's why it's called Pilates. That is crazy. And Pilates literally just like stole so much from yoga. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's Out like a whitewashing. Machine. Yeah. And so, and like that's why it's like yoga Pilates, power yoga, and it's like this lovely, like well-meaning white woman trying to like make me break a sweat or whatever. It's like yeah, that's great and all. But I guess not because you're perverting. It's, it's, a, it's a different form of cultural appropriation. It's mm-hmm. definitely a form of cultural appropriation that's been more normalized. Yeah. Um, and so that's one reason. And I talked to my friend about it because he was kind of talking about, he's like, I like Adrian, but she goes too slow and all that kind of stuff. But I'm like, and she'll say, she'll literally say in video, she's like, I know you guys are always acting me, asking me for more intermediate practices and stuff like that. But she's like, are you connected to your breath when you do this? <laughs> Yeah. She's like, that's really the intermediate part. Like, <laughs> she's like, you can do whatever, Literally. but like the real, yeah. the real challenge is like staying connected to your breath. Mm-hmm. And in that way, like, even if, even if like, I'm not, you know, I am more flexible than when I started yoga, but like, even if I'm not noticing like flexibility and stuff, I can notice that I'm staying connected in a way that I mm-hmm. al- wasn't always when I did yoga. Um, also something recent, like, two times very recently I've had I've had like intense visions while doing yoga I'm saying I've been hallucinating more and more and more yeah in a good way also when I meditate like I don't think this is supposed to happen like I don't think like headspace wants me to be doing this but I like go to different places when I meditate sometimes yeah like I'll have like full visions yeah and like full like scenarios in my head will play out um oh shoot I forgot to tell you about my dream Okay, basically, me and you were house sitting for one of our professors, Kelly. 
(laughs) (laughs) Um, We were house sitting for her, but it was my dad's house. Same layout. I hate that. I hate when that happens. I was like, ugh. when I woke up, I was like, that's so boring of me. But anyway, but she had these doors that were glass and sliding you ha- like the below deck the outside doors where mm-hmm. you have to like push the button and they open yeah and me and you were like trying to move a coffee table i forget why um we and- were playing just dance probably <laughs> probably yeah so we were taking it through the door i pushed the button where the coffee table is halfway through the doors go and they break the table in half. These doors are so strong. And they're made of glass. This is crazy, right? Yeah. So we're like, we're like, okay, this is spooky vibes. Like, why did the why did those doors just do that? And then like we tr- we were trying to like hold the button and like I was trying to like run through the doors to like get back to you. But then the doors kept smacking every like two seconds. So then me and you were just like, oh my God, this is like disaster movie vibes now. And we have to like survive this door, this killer door. And then finally you like figured out how to like break the glass. I think with your elbow, but I don't know how you did it because your elbow must've been really strong. I know. I was like, thank God. And then um, unfortunately, Kelly did make us pay for the door. Kelly? Yeah. And we were like, it tried to kill us. And she was oh like, my goodness. No. Yeah. So it's crazy. Real life Kelly would real life Kelly would understand, I think. <laughs> no, really. She would understand. Would like, guys, I'm so sorry. My door tried to she, kill you. Guys, I'm so sorry about my door. <laughs> it's never done that before. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy. No, that's such a weird thing when you're in a dream. And you know you're in a certain place, but it just does not look like the real life version of that place at all. Literally. But like, and you know in your dream, a- you'll fully be like, I'm at my high school. And then it'll just look nothing like look where like I went it. to high yeah, school. exactly. One time like, I, I'm here. I was myself in a dream, but also I was Victoria Justice. <gasps> but I knew that I was both. Like, it was weird anyway. So again, that's yeah. spiritual to me as well. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. But yeah, so... One last thing I'll say about my current journey with spirituality is mm-hmm. I feel kind of, I felt very much, I didn't know I was kind of disconnected from it until mm-hmm. I started doing, I feel like a weirdo whenever I talk about it, but artist way, because uh, it's literally a spiritual path to higher creativity. That's what it's called. And so it's mm-hmm. very much like Julia Cameron is always talking about God, um, all of it mm-hmm. and so she, and she talks about that your creativity as a way to kind of connect to your spirituality and creativity as ultimately being a spiritual experience yeah and I've been stepping into that a little bit more and it's nice because it has connected me in a way where it has connected me in a way where I feel like I have something that's like stable and that is kind of about myself but also about others that I can tap into Mm. and be like okay and there was like I remember one of the exercises one week was like like what does what what does God mean to you oh interesting and like I had to fully like just and it was what I challenged myself to do because when she would talk about God I would be like oh I don't really love using the term God all that kind of stuff and like I really challenged myself to sit down and say okay like in the today of things like what is God to me Mm-hmm. you know and so that was kind of like what I was and so yeah it's interesting mm-hmm. because like now I think like obviously I don't think everything happens for a reason 
Right. But I do believe that there is a divine plan of goodness for me and everybody. I also don't believe in predestination though. So like Mm -hmm. the plan is more of like the universe works in a way where good things will happen if I allow them to. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And that like, if we open ourselves, good things can happen. And that like, again, we, we can feel empowered in our own lives, like find the good. And again, I don't know if that's like still like privilege bullshit but like Mm -hmm. you know it's just something of how I'm trying to make sense of the world right now um yeah and yeah because especially like you know I know we talked about this a couple times but you know it was a it was obviously a dark couple years we're all coming off of and yeah even before even before like the pandemic of it all like I was going through it a little bit and so it was like it was like a time in my life where I was like is there anything out there because if there is like what the fuck hello yeah exactly yeah Yeah, definitely yeah i mean to quote ariana grande the universe has a plan sometimes it's a really fucking gnarly plan but a plan nonetheless yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yeah yeah any final thoughts on astrology becker um astrology yeah oh I mean. <laughs> no I mean spirituality I um I did also call somebody the wrong name this week <laughs> no Quinn I fully I think it's just a thing I do like I don't think like I think it's fully I think become it's a thing crazy. I do because <laughs> it's crazy how friend, you try to ignore it <laughs> and everyone's like no I like I pretend like it's normal um yeah my Maddie who her sister came out to um her sister came out to we went and did a wine tasting one day Mm -hmm. um and so luckily we weren't going to drive ourselves to the multiple wineries we went to and stuff and so her sister drove like the hour from where they live at like their family home to the lake Mm -hmm. house to like drive us around for the day so thank you to her but I was like oh when is like I forgot how I said it but I don't think I knew her name so I just gave her a name (laughs) and so I was like oh when's like Jamie coming (laughs) and she's like she's like my sister's name is Chloe (laughs) and I fully met her that was crazy like I've met her before um and I was like and so and she literally like um we like we all like gave her a little bit of money and she like Maddie requested me for it on Venmo and she the tag was Jamie is driving (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's like I just give I just get and now it's I feel like it's become I don't know if this was like what I was doing before but I think it's become a thing where if I don't know the name of something I'll just give it a name well I keep doing it it's really funny every time you do it but I'm just <laughs> bewildered by it like you knowing me for two years like you in the eyes and calling me Becky I was like that was okay that was like a mistake. I didn't forget your name I know but you can't like say the wrong thing and think it's like not the same thing though like when you <laughs> called Katie I constantly forget Katie's real last name because I, <laughs> I was I had, the same, I had the same experience <laughs> I could not remember her real last name <laughs> I could not remember her real last name for the life of me. I thought about it for like five full minutes. I was like, what is her real last name? It's not Collins. We have this, no, we have this friend, Katie, who I made friends with during my last semester of college because she was in a show with us. Mm -hmm. Um, Or not me and Becca, but me and one of Becca and I's other friends. um, Yeah. Or a couple of them. And so we- I was um, involved in the show. You were involved in the show. Assistant scenic designer. Exactly, exactly, exactly. (laughs) And so we, um, her name was Katie. Her name's Katie Gibson. 
Shout oh, out Gibson. To Katie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but out. I knew somebody who I did theater with named Katie Collins. And so I just started calling her Katie Collins. The first time was like, it was crazy. Like you were like, she was in the room, but like a few feet away from us. And you were uh-huh. like, and then Katie Collins. And we were like, who the hell is that? <laughs> and you were like, oh, I just know a Katie Collins. <laughs> yeah. And it became Katie Connell because yeah. like then it started to become a joke. And so we just called, started calling her Katie Connell. Mm-hmm. Um, but her fully like Gibson and Collins and Connell are in no way connected to each other. Not um, at all. And so, yeah, it's just something I do. What was yeah. the other time we talked about? I don't know. I also give people nicknames, I've started to realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do do that. Or I don't know if it's just Nan. It might just be Nan. It's so easy to make nicknames for her. I just call I her know. whatever. I call her definitely... Dieter. I, I call was... me Becca, so. <laughs> There's that. Becca, Bex. Um... Yeah. I sometimes get the urge to call you Bex for some reason. And you're allowed to. <laughs> and you're and you're allowed to. <laughs> um, and so yeah. Oh, I call my friend Ian. Um, something I've started calling him is Yoni. <laughs> Why is that? Because his name is spelled weird. So it's his name is spelled E-I-O-N. And oh, so I always forget that. We would kind of joke that like it looked like Yoin. And so yeah. we would like call him Yoin. And then I started calling him Yoni because Yoni is the scan skirt word for vagina. Uh, like one time I just started calling him Yoni because I thought it was funny wow wow one like, time like Quaker like I, I just think things are, I think yeah. it's funny to say I think it's funny to say the wrong word you're fascinated by words like I fully think oh yes very much pronunciation and I fully think it's funny to say the wrong like I love saying I love saying the specific ocean like <laughs> <laughs> or like pacifically like i love i love doing that i think it's so espresso <laughs> oh no but that does that that's, that annoys that one's me annoying. that annoys that's me really annoying. no not espresso yeah, yeah. that's never like annoying me but when people say um escape especially Oh, escape, escape ex- or especially, ooh, that grinds my gears. Yeah. Actually, you can't do that. It's that's, like that's where why there are exceptions to the that? rule. There are exceptions <laughs> yeah. to every rule, and that's that's mine. Actually, that's it. yeah. Okay. Not sure about how we got from spirituality there, but <laughs> hey, God guided us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a divine plan, and Becca and I are fulfilling mm-hmm. it. But yeah, so Becca and I are going to take another little break, and we'll be right mm-hmm. back to get into our segments. <laughs> God. <gasps> pun intended spirituality love anyway so becca and i are back so becca does have an engagement she needs to get to so no comment corner this week we do we are sitting on one yes but big one we're only sitting on one and that's part of the problem yeah guys write in so we need y'all to write in come on i really thought kylie was gonna inspire the masses <laughs> like she inspired all of us Exactly. But, and, I, and I'm not placing this on Kylie at all, obviously. I think it's ultimately no. anyone who hasn't written in, it's your fault. Kylie, you're a trailblazer. Kylie, you're a trailblazer. You're an icon. You're a legend. You, you are, are the moment. moment. Exactly. And so, I mean, now come on now. I mean, now come on now. <laughs> um, and so, right in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we have a fun comment corner for next week. And yeah. 
it's going to be a big part of next week's show. Anyway, so we now get to the point of our program where we give our jump scares of the week. And so this was a moment in the past week that filled us with abject horror. (laughs) Wow. And an abject horror can be delivered in many different ways and many different emotions. Yeah. Um, and so Becca, what's one thing <laughs> that scared you this week? So I've brought up financial fear a lot, actually. Oh, one yeah. Oh, one of yeah. my previous jump scares was actually yeah. learning about credit cards as a whole. Mm-hmm. And recently <laughs> I've had to do the scariest thing I've ever done in my life, which was physically write out the word Sorry. Um, yeah, I had to like physically write out the word budget. Oh my god, I guessed it. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you knew. Um, it's just terrible. It's not something I want to do. I want to be able yeah. to spend money any time, any place, anywhere with anything, and you I want to waste it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's just upsetting. we uh, there. Not to bring it up again, but the artist way. There was mm-hmm. a week where. One like the main activity was you had to track every dollar you spent. Oh, my wow. worst literal nightmare. Yeah, I just never wanted. And to it was the week I went on vacation. Oh boy, so many dollars like, to track. It was like it was like it was set up against me almost. But anyway, <laughs> wow. But yeah, yeah so. budgeting. <laughs> it sucks, but it's so scary. adult. Scary. 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 But yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, all right. What was scaring you? <laughs> <laughs> she says perturbed. Um, so something that scared me this week is obviously. So since I didn't have a phone, yeah, you might think that like, oh, I might miss something. Oh, blah, 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 blah. that's my main concern. No, my main concern is music. I can't listen to music when I want. Oh yeah, because music is very important to me. My Spotify Wraps is always like crazy. I always do crazy numbers on Spotify. Yeah, and I'm like pretty much always like constantly listening to something. It's something mm-hmm. I've challenged myself to step out of a little bit this summer. But like, um, but yeah, I be I be listening. And so the fact that I didn't have like music, like I couldn't like carry something around in my pocket that played music for me, very upsetting to me even yeah. more upsetting was the fact that I had to do a five hour drive from Pittsburgh to uh, where I live in Delaware. No music of my own. Wow. And so <laughs> innovation that excites, I was like, Oh, but my car does have a CD player. And so what did I do? But I went to Target last night had my friend drive me and I bought four physical copies of music. I bought, Beyonce's Renaissance, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift's Folklore, and Taylor Swift's Evermore. Wow. And then I bought, now that's what I call Pride. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which had 15 like Pride anthems on it. And it was like a really hey, good I just met you. roster. <laughs> I don't know if Saz called me maybe on it. It has Midnight Sky. It has oh, nice. Hot Stuff by Donna Summer. I'm Coming Out, Diana Ooh. Ross. It was a really good mix. And so I was okay. like, yeah, I'll buy this. Yeah, sure. And so I get into my car this morning, very early in the morning, because I wanted to like get home and like have a day to like do shit. And so mm-hmm. I get in my car 
right next to where the CDs load. First of all, it says there are six CDs loaded in my CD changer. I know that's not true. I have two CDs in my car. One is an old version of Guys and Dolls. Another is Hannah Montana Volume 1 that I bought from a public library for $1. Oh, wow. Actually, my ex-boyfriend bought it for me for $1. So anyway. Okay. However, right next to where those like six little discs were loaded in on like the display, it said Mac Error. No. And so I like, I hit eject. I know there are CDs in there. I hit eject. I hit load. Nothing would work. Like the whole, like the CD player in my car is broken, jammed, whatever. I don't really know. It probably has something to do with my car battery dying. My car battery died like months ago. And then the radio was fucked up for a while, but then my friend Ian fixed it. Thank God. Because that would have been, but yeah. And so I was like, what the fuck am I going to do now? I had a jump scare. But I literally forgot the radio was a thing. Yeah. Like I forgot my car had a radio. <laughs> oh my God. No, I was like, I was like, this is this is like this is detrimental right now. Because I was Did like, you drive how, in silence like, at all? No, I just had the radio on. Okay, good, good. No, but I I totally before that moment, I forgot the radio was a thing. <laughs> like it never crossed my mind that my car had a radio. <laughs> like a like a could connect to like FM. <laughs> crazy wow listening to the radio is a jump scare in and of itself i feel like it made me reflect a little bit about how i'm too like catered to a little bit with music because like Mm. whenever a song came out i didn't like i'm like changing the channel yeah i'm like instant gratification and then oh my god literally and when it starts to like break up like girl get it together you have one job and that's to make it to this vehicle literally and then like it was the radio was kind of a serve because i would hear like certain songs where i was like like i heard ray of light by madonna i heard it was madonna's birthday today so there was like i feel like radio stations were playing a lot of madonna but like i heard Mm. ray of light or not ray of light i heard borderline i heard um holiday and i heard i forget what the other one was but i heard like I heard like, oh no, Lucky Star, Lucky Star. Oh. Um, so I heard like some good songs, um, but then sometimes you would hear a good song and it would just be like, like I was like Crocodile Rock by Elton John came on and I was like, so why am I the only one pop my pussy right now? <laughs> but then it, it like it got so broken up that I couldn't even enjoy the song. So broken That's up terrible. to the point where another signal started coming through. Terrible. That's also because like who invited you here? Who invited? you here i don't understand the radio and then sometimes you'll know the radio it's crazy how it works actually because like sometimes you'll um there's like a video of like some like gen xer being like gen zers describing the radio um (laughs) (laughs) and so like sometimes you'll pass different radio channels and they'll be playing the same program on two channels oh what the hell and what's up with that um like okay this was terrifying a little bit Glenn Beck, who's like a conservative political commentator, I came past his show. He's talking mm. about gender ideology, and it's on literally like two channels. I'm like, so I can't even escape this. Dang, what is going on here? Anyway, it's just too bad. So yeah, my jump scare was that whole, but it ended up being fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. And so yeah, and so now we come to our manic pixie moments of the week. So this is the moment where <laughs> we just felt like. Uh, oh my god like a main character and uh, like i don't know like we could just do literally anything conquer the world the whole world was literally made for us 
yeah. a screenwriter in LA worked very hard on the world um, that <laughs> we inhabit. And so, so Becca, what was that moment for you this week? So as you may have recently heard, I was promoted at my job. Yes. And I was like, what does this call for? And usually I'm a tote bag girl. This is true about me. Um, I did buy a structured purse. <gasps> and I feel like such an adult. Purses are the budget and my purse <laughs> that fits a lot of things. And you had to write has- the purse down in the budget. I did. Yeah. So, hey, there's that. But <laughs> Nordstrom Rack hooked it up. Hook uh, it up. So uh, it was pretty cheap. And it's again, like it's like, wow, I can set this down, and all my mm-hmm. things can stay the way the position that I want them to in the bag, unlike a tote bag where things get jumbled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that I really respect her for. Purses are such a sleigh. Mm-hmm. I love purses. Yeah. I've started. I've started like picking up ones I like. Yeah, they're such a sleigh. I love a good bag. I yeah. need a bag with me at all times. Actually, it's yeah. I did. I did also think about proposing proposing an ad to the stand list today because also when I was moving, I don't know how people move with boxes because bags. bags. Yeah, they like those handles, big guys. ass bags. Literally, you can fit everything in them. When GoPuff came to Starbucks and, and they had those, the I, bag, yes, they're so big. I they're love so, it. And I, I used one to move. I used one to yeah, move. Yeah, it's the best. I fit, I put two other bags in it, like full yeah. of books. Yeah. No, literally, it's the best. I and love reusable bags. Ah, oh, bags. Thank A you. A stainless laureate. Is that mm-hmm. what they're called when they're like closed? <laughs> I think so. They're, they're, the board of review is looking at them intensely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Expect updates soon. Expect updates soon. Um, yeah. yeah, reusable bags is a category. Mm. So, bags. Purses, bags, love it. <sighs> yeah. So what was your Manic Pixie moment of the week? My Manic Pixie moment of the week, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I overshare a little bit on this podcast, but <laughs> I think I'm going to continue That's with that okay. today because... I did something for the first time at the lake. You peed. <laughs> yeah, it was my first yeah! time. Yeah. Oh my god. Everybody's always like, "Oh my god, I had to go pee," and I'm like, "I never, I can't relate <laughs> I to that." Did. Actually, <laughs> I can't. I just take massive poops. Uh, <laughs> Watery. Um, <laughs> my I'm a kawaka actually, so it's all one thing really. Oh my for god. Me. <laughs> it all comes back. No, but me and my friends went skinny dipping. <laughs> Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. Was it liberating? Yes, it was very much. Very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm getting that point in my life. And maybe this is also a spiritual thing where I'm just like, nobody cares about anything really. Yeah. And just do true. literally whatever the fuck. Yeah. Nobody no. cares. Nobody, nothing, nothing matters. It's like we all spend so much time like thinking about our bodies and like, what do people think about my body? And it's nobody like, cares. literally, yeah. nobody cares. Mm-hmm. And like, that was the thing. It's like, like we were all like, we went out, like, we obviously went out at night and did it because like we weren't going to yeah, be like yeah. naked in broad daylight where like people can come by Smart. and stuff. And so yeah, and we like went out you. at night <laughs> and we like, we you know and we we were under the cover of darkness and stuff like that and so yeah you know there was that there was that added layer to it but it's like 
but it was like I don't know it's it's obviously like scary before you do it and then it's like Mm -hmm. you you do it you're doing it and you realize you're like oh no one's looking at me because I'm not looking at anybody else you know like I'm not like nobody like nobody's concerned about what I look like because I'm not concerned about what anybody else here looks like yeah exactly like we're all just five friends having a fun time together doing this like thing and so yeah yeah, it was fun I never have. My grandma is always trying to get us to do it. The whole family at her pool. <laughs> my aunt's always trying to get us to do it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, girl. My, aunt, my aunt always gets naked and swims around or uh, just does anything naked. Um, oh, wow. And so, yeah, <laughs> um, that's a story for another podcast, but yeah. or many stories for another podcast, actually. <laughs> um, many other podcasts, but yeah. So, wow. I have to do a little skinny dip. I don't know. It felt <laughs> just skinny dipping with my friends. Felt like a manic pixie moment like we were in a movie very very yeah cinematic for sure yeah oh lovely and so yeah but becca we've done it again my god (laughs) yet again literally yeah um so where can people keep up with your becca they can follow me on instagram at becca hobart twitter bex gloss and tiktok where i'll go into world war three they can also find me at the bottom of the lake. <gasps> About to snatch <laughs> my phone. Photos of me, at least. <laughs> Quinn, where can the people keep up with you individually? You can find me on Instagram at Quinn P. Murphy and TikTok at Quinn P. Murphy. And you can find me on Twitter at Quinn P. Murphy underscore. Not super active on there right now because I don't have a phone. Um, there's one thing you um, yeah. you learn from this podcast that I don't have a phone. Um, and so... Um, and you can find me making friends with the Lake Kuka monster, um, or Lake Kuka. I literally just said it wrong again. Anyway, you can also find me not enjoying white wine. That's something. Interesting. Yeah. Sweet wines. Mm. My mother raised me to be a dry red girl. Anyway, Becca, where can people keep up with the show? They can follow Manic Pixie Jump Scare on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, where we post mm-hmm. the podcast at large and also mm-hmm. exclusive content over there. So subscribe yeah. if you haven't already. And well, don't worry about this past episode. <laughs> yeah. Also, also <laughs> did want to publicly apologize. Last episode, as of this moment we're recording, is not uploaded to YouTube. It will be by the time you're hearing this, but it will also have been late. Guys. It's okay. Guys, 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 there's a phone at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> Literally. Has to be. And, and the podcast was already late. <laughs> but yeah, um, when you're moving out of an apartment and your Wi-Fi gets disconnected, it becomes a scary, it becomes a scary it's place. Tough. And, um, it's really tough. and yeah. so, yeah, you will have the video episode of us talking to Lauren, which I know we, you all want. And I, I so badly want you to all have it. So you will have that very soon. Um, and sorry, but again, mm-hmm. Becca and I, it's a two person operation. <laughs> yeah so oh and then also please mm. Bleak. email Bleak. us at manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com literally literally guys my mom can i tell you i told my mom i was gonna record the podcast and right before she was like okay i love the last episode but try to say literally less oh and i, I was can't. like i'll actually <laughs> continue saying what i want thank you <laughs> physically physically i cannot say I can't. literally yeah. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Anyway, Literally. Th- that okay. one's for you, mom. Yeah. Anyway. 
Well, we're Quinn. And we're back. We're back. And thank, thank you, you for listening. Listening. I am the lady of the lake. Lady of the lake. I will take your phone. Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.